folks. It's Friday, August 26, 2022. Coming up on the program today, finally, some racist content that doesn't involve white people. Plus, Dutch prostitute penis envy, spanking other people's children is back on the table, and how making eye contact is now a sex crime. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents newscaster slip-ups and if you're making last minute dinner plans you may have a hard time getting in some of the titties and some in some of the city's top spots last week twitter said twitter said guidelines were being updated due to confusion the company says any users who tweets content <laughs> excuse me okay <laughs> Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick disc issue rather in his lower back. Joining us in our studio now is the leader of Scottish Labour, Labour, sorry, uh, Kezia Dugdale. A police department in California is taking an unusual approach to catch porn pirates red-handed. Porch pirates, yes. Oh, <laughs> off, pardon me. <laughs> California is farting, is, is, excuse me, fighting. Fallen Louisville police officer, D.D. Mega Doodoo, I'm sorry, Mangudu. I pledge allegiance to the fact, flag. A little bit of a tongue twat, tongue tie. <laughs> Photojournalist Brad Rice shows us how a forestry instructor gets his students to make and play the North American skin, uh, actually the flute in this traveling West Virginia segment. Chris Belisario, the stilt walker, I was originally going to come uh, in between her uh, legs, but yeah, that's not what was not going to happen, would not have made for good TV had she fallen over, so we're not trying to create a liability. The study's being published today in the annals of Neurology. There's still plenty of time to take part in our last stuff a butt a bus event of the season. Let's get the folks out Linda Schmidt who's live at Gracie Mansion tonight where the family will be shitting sitting Shiva tomorrow, Linda. And Hugh Janus turning 10. We'd mentioned I'm sorry. What? what? I'm sorry. It's it's one of those it's one of those <laughs> <laughs> I totally felt more than that. Especially when you're talking to young classical penis pianists. You can get uh, tickets online at Pick a Dick. Pick <laughs> It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Tim Hansen, hey. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> nice to see you, bud. Nice to see you, Tim. Beta man. Well, I, I really, I really like shortbread. Push back on my Twitter sheet. It's just a fun thing. All right, Tim, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a good one for you today. Uh, on yesterday's podcast, during the news segment, we read a story about a uh, wealthy dentist and his wife who threw a fancy party that some later on said uh, was kind of a little, mostly, almost entirely racist. They're denying it, of course. They seem shocked. Us? Racist? You have us all wrong. That's not who we are. No, no, no. You must have us confused with someone else. Well, like all innocent people, they organized a 25-minute press conference called all the area radio stations and television news channels and got to work on a little damage control. I didn't know this happened, otherwise I would have played the audio yesterday, but I thought it was uh, kind of funny. So let's take a listen to uh, the wife here explaining how at first glance she can sort of understand why someone might say they're a little racist. You put racist comments. 
how can we believe that the buckets of fried chicken, the Juneteenth cups and flag, as well as other racial stereotypes, including the Hennessy, you had no clue about if, again, you're pushing racist comments on a parody Twitter account? You know, the real problem with calling the local news to run a positive story on you is that uh, occasionally they'll do some research. What they found was, uh, in addition to this party this couple had, the woman also ran a Twitter account, not under her name, under a fake name. And that Twitter account was very, very racist. It's hard to say you're not racist when you run a racist Twitter account. You could almost explain away the buckets of fried chicken. It's a party. I thought people might want some chicken. Same thing with the Hennessy. The Juneteenth cups as a white couple, little suspect. That's a red flag. Let's hear this woman's response. I'm not going to really speak to my parody Twitter account, and I can see where you can try to link the two. It's not hard to do. We're trying to determine if your party was racist and you run a racist Twitter account. I like how she's like, uh, I am not going to speak on my parody Twitter. Yeah, because that would make you look bad if you speak on that. It kind of makes your whole argument fall apart that you're not racist. I don't. I think that Corey covered the stereotypical things at the party. Um, I grew up in East Cleveland. I'm, I'm aware of the perception of KFC. Was it? The, was that the reason it was in my home? No, it was an easy meal. Again, these people live in a mansion. I would. My very next question would be like, was your party catered at all? Because if so, then there's no need for KFC, buckets of fried chicken from KFC. Um, so I think we do have to speak more to this parody account, even though the I'm not going to speak to my parody account. So but you're pushing racist comments on a parody account. I've made my apologies. OK, but you made racist comments on this parody account. Yeah, this is a good reporter. Just keep plowing through, even though she doesn't want to talk about it. She'll she'll be forced to answer the question. By the way, are you glad you set up this press conference? Is it going the way you expected? It's a horrible idea. How are those, and we've heard from doctors as well, that you claim you aren't racist but are pushing racist comments. How does that, can you break up the difference for me, I guess? Let me start and then Mary can talk. Yeah, their lawyer is stepping in right now. Probably for the best. Uh, there was, there, there's no question that somebody that has a racist uh, Twitter account, which Mary did, is somebody that's going to be somewhat aware, I guess, of these racial tropes. Wait, whose lawyer is this? Because he's not helping the racist dentist and his wife with comments like that. Of course, someone with a despicable Twitter account like hers knows what being racist is all about. No question about that. But the manner in which the party was conducted and the way in which they've led their lives uh, is not consistent with this party being racist. No question. If you look at her Twitter account, yep, that's racist. Not right. Wrong. Never can. Uh, there's no justification for it. Yeah, he pretty much just said uh, that the, the way these people live their lives should show you that they're not racist. They don't live their lives in a racist way. Now, she does have a racist Twitter account. I mean, who doesn't? Is that not part of her life? Well, there you go. I think uh, this couple has an uphill battle. They might want to look at uh, changing their representation, but that's just a little update for you. Hey, speaking of racism, you know, we have a lot of problems here in America with racism. I know that. You know that. I just featured a great example of that. But things could be worse and are uh, around the world. Here's a very short clip that comes out of China. 
Apparently, someone riding a public bus uh, was a black person. I don't know what type of black person. I don't know if they're like a tourist from America or uh, they're from Africa. Maybe they live in China. I don't know, but they're riding this bus and uh, people on the street notice it and uh, they don't like it. Further proof of our Western influence on China. They're using our words. You don't have a racist word of your own for black people. I have a hard time believing that. So, uh, yeah, he's actually getting the black person is getting off the bus. I don't know if he's like a basketball player or what. He sort of looks like an athlete. They're picking up all sorts of American phrases. I do have one more racist clip. It's da da da. It's hateful Friday. It's a new segment here on DV. I feel like people get too happy, too excited about the uh, weekend on Friday. Got to dampen their spirits a little bit. Hey, we still live in a very hurtful, racist country. We've got a woman here in Texas. Oh, we're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. been focusing on uh, like black racism here on the show for the first 10 minutes breathe easy african-americans we're gonna give you a break here this woman uh does not hate black well she probably hates black people too let's be honest but uh (laughs) she is directing all of her rage right now on uh some indian people i have no idea what indian people are doing in texas that's just a bad idea Honestly, I think this lady may have had a few drinks. Take a listen. Did talk to you? Why did you walk up to us to talk to you? We were yeah, many at home with you. Fucking Indian. Kind of hard to misread that. The Indian chick was just like, why are you walking up to us? It's because I hate Indians. That's it. At least she's honest. You know, she's not making something up. Because you jaywalked. I'm not racist, but I saw you jaywalking. You know, something uh, s- stupid like that. No, she'll come right out and say it. Why did you walk up to us to talk to you? We were a man at home with you. fucking Indians. That's why. Oh, these fucking Indians. They come to America yes. because they want okay. a better life. Yes. But they're obviously not living the great life in India. Which is why they came to America. I'm not sure what her argument is here. Who's racist? Why do you make comments like that? You come to our country and you want You just said you're Mexican. How how does that make sense? I'm a Mexican-American. Oh, thank God. Uh, White people, for once, we can breathe easy. I can't believe blacks and whites are sitting this one out. They're just watching from the sidelines. Can you believe this shit? And the black person is like, yeah, actually, I can believe that. No, well, you know. Just something you say there. All right. I was born what here. What makes you think that we are not Were you Americans? Born here? Were you what born makes here? you think that because we are not? Because of the way you speak. Because I'm, I'm a Mexican American, but and I speak English. The only accent I have is bitch. I've assimilated with white Karens. That's what it means to be a true American. You still have that accent. Oh, do, do, do. Oh, do, do, do. You'll never be one of us. I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican. And I paid my fucking way here. Well, she just laid her hands on one of the Indian girls. She swatted at her right at the face as she shouted her rallying cry. I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican. As in Mex, I can slap the shit out of you. 
Let's see how that works out for her. What? Why would you come and talk to us and make a racist camera? Don't, 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 don't touch me. Don't touch me. You don't touch me. Talk to you. Oh! Oh! Now she's just full on punching. Oh my God, guys! Record. She's hitting me. She's hitting me. Oh, oh my God! God. Oh, she's oh hitting me. Oh, she's hitting me. She's hitting me. A pretty good impression, actually. Don't go back to your car. Looks like uh, some uh, people started to intervene once uh, it, there, there was some physical violence. Turn the fucking camera off. Go back to your car. Don't tell me what to fucking do. Bitch. Don't tell me to do what. To... Turn the fucking phone off. Sounds like you're telling her what to do. You turn that goddamn phone off, or I swear to God, I'll fucking shoot your ass. I did not talk to you, Jenna. She's going to shoot her, although it is Texas, so that's always on the table. And she is, like, rummaging through her purse. I'm sure she has at least a few guns in there. I mean, that shit is standard issue when you cross the uh, Texas border. They stop all cars. They're like, do you have a gun? No? Pick one out from the bin. Well, the story does kind of have a happy ending. Police identify this woman as Esmeralda Upton. She has been arrested. She's being held on a $10,000 bond. Detectives are investigating the incident as a potential hate crime. So there you go. Let's move on to some happier clips. For instance, a clip of the happy hooker. Miss May has been knocking it out of the park with these uh, audio submissions lately. You know, Miss May collects strange, weird, and wonderful musical artifacts. I think she fancies herself an archivist. Or is it archivist? She finds obscure CDs and cassettes and stuff and digitizes them and places them uh, on, on her YouTube channel. Sideshow freaks are very familiar with her work. We all had that fucking orthopharmaceutical song stuck in our head yesterday. We're better than ever. We're ortho. Orthopharmaceutical was like steeped in sex stuff. It's just like, you know, contraceptive, spermicidal jelly. I think they helped develop the pill. It's a wonderful company and great music. I think I unironically love that song now. Totally adding it to my uh, library. Well, Miss May is back today. I don't want to say she um, is giving us something completely different. After all, Orthopharmaceuticals was about dick and pussy. So is the artist Miss May has found for us today. Her name is Xaviera Zavira. I don't know. She's like Dutch or something. She goes by the moniker Happy Hooker. 
I like that much better than Xaviera. True to her name, she uh, was a prostitute. I think by the time she started her music career, she got out of that uh, particular biz. Uh, yet she still sung about what she knew. For instance, here is her song, Penis Envy. I've often wondered how it would be to have a penis attached to me. Nine inches long and three inches thick. Wouldn't that make one hell of a prick? Yeah, I've got envy for that penis too, honey. Proud and eager to match. You can see why I'm uh, resisting calling this a Linda Fingal Hall of Fame nominee because uh, this is actually good. I mean, this song's from 1984, and it's got that uh, little bit of funky, dunky, dicky wicky. I've often thought what fun it would be to zip down my fly and water a tree or guide my cock with an artist's hand and gracefully write my name in the sand. This is not a short novelty song. This is over four minutes long. It's partially long because there's a bit of an instrumental breakdown here. Ortho. Pharmaceutical. Making sex. Beautiful. From jellies, pills, patch, and pastes. Ortho has contraceptions for everyone's tastes. Ortho. I'm sorry, I can't get orthopharmaceuticals out of my mind. Uh, let's finish up with this song here. I wonder if it's really worthwhile to have a contraption hamper my style. I think that a woman has more to win by not taking it out than by letting it in. Get it? That's the happy hooker with penis envy. She wasn't only recording goofy songs, by the way. Here she is recording a very soft, sensitive ballad. When I'm lonely, kind of blue, I know just the thing to do. It's the perfect time to spend an evening with my faithful friend. This sounds a little weird because uh, this wasn't a finished song. This is just a demo. What's a demo? It's a recording, Libby. Scheme fits your purse and fits your pocket. Makes you come off like a rocket. It's the perfect stimulator. My vibrator. My vibrator. The song is called My Faithful Friend. It's about her favorite sex toy. All right, one more set of clips before we get into the news. It's been a while since we featured any angry moms interrupting gamer streams. Oh, I love these so much, especially when it's like, you know, a 20-year-old guy, like, you know, an adult, basically. 
Yet he's living at home, right? So he's got to play by mom's rules. And you're keeping mommy up with your loud noise. Use better Twitch TV. This guy I don't think is uh, 20. I think he's in his teen, you know, teens. Um, yeah? Come in, hold up. Uh, what's your results? What results? Your uh, things. I've got an email saying that all the year thing will be given an envelope with all their results. Obviously, she's talking about grades, and for some reason, uh, he did not present his mom with his grades. Where is it? <laughs> they were in the bin. I can tell you what I got. The bin, the bin, you know, over there in England. That's the, the trash. It means the trash. He didn't think it was important uh, for his mom to see his grades. Yeah. Where is it? They were in the bin. I can tell you what I got. No, 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 no. What do you mean they're in the bin? You don't need to see my grades, Mom. I'll tell you what I got. I made the mistake. I've, I've told this story probably many times, but uh, I made the mistake. I think I, I got a D once in, a, I don't know, middle school or something. Got the report card, saw I got a D, realized my parents would beat the shit out of me. And so during st study hall, what I would do is I would take a, uh, a pen and I would try to turn that D into a B. And then when I realized I couldn't match the uh, dot matrix printer that printed out my grades, I just sort of traced over all the all the letters I got on my report card, even the good ones. So I was kind of, you know, I was consistent, right? So I, uh, I uh, changed the D to a B and then I traced over all the other letters. And then when I handed the report card to my mom, I was like, ah, I got bored in, uh, in study hall. But, the, you know, I just traced over my grade. This is what I got, though. And uh, she did not believe me for a second. The uh, the thing is, though, she knew that this was just the, uh, the the first quarter of school. So in a couple months, I'd be getting another report card. And uh, on all of the report cards, they show the previous quarters as well. So that D was, was going to be there. Again, it's not going anywhere. And uh, sure enough, uh, when, <laughs> when the second quarter came around, I again traced the, the letters. I got, I got bored again. I had to keep trying to change that D, and uh, by you know, this by the second time, my mom was totally a hundred percent convinced, and I got in trouble for getting a D. You know, by that time, I had a computer with a a printer, and I was thinking maybe I could lie, I could, I could put that report card in the printer and line it up exactly right, and just print over the D. I, I never got around to trying that though. Mom busted me. Uh, the next clip here is from Grand Theft Auto 5. A bunch of people playing Grand Theft Auto 5. The mom gets on mic. She doesn't like the way everyone is talking to one another. In game full of people like this and then tell us to behave. That's not how it works, lady. I'm I sorry. I wasn't telling know. you to behave, you fucking I mean, you kind of just said to really tell to us talk? to not act like that. Well, period. Do you need to talk to other people on a game telling them about fucking your sister? I'm sorry. That's just not how it works. The mother just called him a fucking Retard, didn't she? Nice mouth on her. By the way, do you even know what Grand Theft Auto 5 is? 
The whole game is is swearing and bad language. This is not how it's it not, works. It's not. Yeah, it's like we get to choose how we want to talk. We got a headset. We got to play. We all old yeah. enough to play this. Just because he is not, want, he's not want, old enough to hear what he's hearing. He should not have a headset, first of all. Nor should he be playing this game because it says rated. He is not eligible. Oh, and I'm sure enough. when you were younger, you didn't play anything that you weren't supposed to play according to the law, right? Well, I, I didn't know, have but a headset. Listen, 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 She's upset with how these players are talking. She's got a filthy mouth. It's one of the most violent fucking games. Why would you let your little kid play this if you have a problem with the content? But here's the thing. Play this game and you don't want him to play this. But here's the thing. Regardless, like you need to talk to your friends and tell them to go fuck their mom. There's 27 people in here. Not everyone is gonna act like you want them to. This is not. I don't know. I'm just saying. Regardless. Get him a Wii. He has a Wii, you <laughs> fucktard. So get him on that Wii. Get him on that Wii. Don't speak to me like that. You're in front of your child speaking noise. What kind of parent are you now? Come on. Hypocrite. Uh, That's right. You turn it around on her. Good question. What kind of parent are you? Critical now. But jokes. I would never say something to him about doing something sexual to his sister. Yeah, because you're his mom. That's fucking weird. You don't understand that the way a mom talks to her son and the way random strangers talk to each other on Xbox Live are two completely different things. Regardless, I'm 30 years old and I wouldn't talk to my friends like that, period. 30 year old. She dips out of the chat here in just a second. So. <laughs> and I actually did go to college, so you can kiss my ass, you fucking pile of shit. What do you do, sit up all day? I love that these kids were able to get under her skin. They got her to engage. She's screaming at them, calling them fucktards. That's a distorted view, mother of the week candidate right there. I, do, I have a bonus clip here for you. This is not a uh, mother freaking out over a video game, but you know, I can never pass up a good unhinged voicemail. And that's what we have here. Uh, Rebecca posted this on YouTube. She says, one lovely midnight in December, my boyfriend's best friend's ex-girlfriend called me. So it sounds like Rebecca, the, the girl who posted this is straight. She's got a boyfriend. Still, uh, an ex-girlfriend of one of their friends uh, called her and left her this message. I was really hoping that you would pick up because I miss you a lot. Aww. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm crying right now, but... She's got to be drunk, right? That's going to be the next line. I'm sorry. I'm at a bar. I'm sorry that I'm crying right now, but I'm drunk. Yeah, and, um, yeah well... <laughs> I miss you so much. <laughs> and I know that this is bullshit because you found a new perfect girl for you. <laughs> but I miss you so much. <laughs> and I, I can't say that I love you because that's a huge ass word, but... <laughs> I'm not really sure who this message is for. Is it for Rebecca or is it for her boyfriend? I miss you a lot. And, um, I don't think this girl knows who she's calling. <laughs> you were one of my best friends. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of alcohol in my system right now. So you could just ignore <laughs> all of this message because it's 
All right. All right. Let's just pretend this message didn't happen. But then she goes on for like another minute. <laughs> Bullshit. Because I miss you so much. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Corey, I... <laughs> So Ricky is the boyfriend of Rebecca here. I, I, I couldn't fall in fucking love with you. <laughs> and I'm sorry if this is a bullshit message that hurts you, but I could. <laughs> and that's the truth. And it's not even that I did it. I just think it goes to you because I liked our day. <laughs> Wow, it's like at that very second, all the alcohol wore off. Why? Why won't you love me? All right, uh, this is bullshit. Okay, bye. Sorry about all that. See what some of you sound like when you're drunk? You don't know. This is the type of shit you're up to when you're blacking out. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Ta-da, fucked up news! I'm looking for a few good freaks. If you like Distorted View Daily and would like to help ensure that uh, this podcast goes on for a long, long time, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That's DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. That was a lot of fun. And uh, earlier in the week on Tuesday, we did another one. That's typical. Uh, Usually we do two Sideshow exclusive episodes every week. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. When you sign up, you get access to a special RSS feed. You know, it's like a little, uh, like a link to a, a podcast feed that you can then plug in to whatever podcast app you use. It's password protected. You know, you use your username and password to the site. So it doesn't work with every single podcast app, but it works with most of them, like Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Uh, if you're on Android, it works with, uh, what is it, Podcast Addict or Pocket Cast. It works with most of them. For more information, you can check out superfreaksideshow.com or distortedview.com. And there's an even easier way to get Sideshow content now. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up uh, to get new Sideshow exclusive episodes right in those apps. Just a few taps. You sign up uh, right in there and boom, 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 you're in. You don't have to worry about going to any websites or anything. It's just another way. I'm trying to make it super easy for you to uh, you know gain Sideshow access. Thank you to all of my Sideshow members. Uh, the final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So there's like little perks there. Just another way to help support the show. Again, thank you uh, so much to all of my patrons and you Sideshow freaks. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. 
We all know that fashion is cyclical, but did you know corporal punishment is also cyclical? That's right, baby. Spankings are coming back in a big, big way. At least in one Missouri school district. Yes, they've reinstated spanking as a punishment. Soon our nation's youth will be reintroduced to a specific kind of kink. This is how fetishes are born. A school district in Missouri announced it will reinstate spanking this year, but with a parental caveat. Kind of an opt-in practice. Cassville School District Superintendent Merlin Johnson said uh, he look, he didn't take the job a year ago with a plan to reinstate corporal punishment, a disciplinary measure the 1900 student Barry County uh, School District abandoned back in 2001. Which seems very late, doesn't it? Kids were getting paddled in the 2000s? Really? I remember when I was in elementary school in the 80s, like late 80s, and there was a paddle in the pre- uh, not pre- uh, the principal's office. But I don't know if at that time they were still using it or if it was just to scare the kids. And I'm talking about Ashtabula, rural Ohio. Podunk, white trash Ashtabula. They had their shit together back then. Uh, it's something that has happened on my watch, and I'm okay with it, Johnson said. Cassville is a small town with a population of just under 4,000 people, about 60 miles southwest of Springfield, near the Arkansas border. Parents were recently notified of a policy approved in June by the school board to once again allow spanking in school. This tells me that uh, administrators feel like kids are out of control. I just want to beat the fuck out of them. Give me permission. Sure, that's what the teachers were screaming. And now they have permission, but only as a last resort and with written permission from parents, which is totally not fair because I know if I was a teacher, I would totally target just the kids that I could spank. Like, that's who I would be looking out for to fuck up. If a kid I can't spank gets in trouble, what can I do? Yell at them? That's no fun. Oh, I would be staring down those little fuckers that I could whip. The problem is, honestly, sometimes the kids who need to be whipped, they're the ones with the parents who think that their children are complete angels and they're always on the kid's side. They're the ones that need to be whipped the most, you know, and I want to paddle the parents, too. All right. uh, Each family will be asked to opt in or out, describing Cassville as a very traditional community in southwest Missouri. Johnson said parents have long expressed frustration that corporal punishment was not allowed in the district. Parents have said, why can't you paddle my student? Just hit him. (laughs) We were like, we can't paddle your student. Our policy doesn't support it. There had been conversations with parents and there had been requests from parents for us to look into it. Johnson said families in Cassville have reacted differently from others on social media from outside the area. We've had people actually thank us for it. Surprisingly, those on social media would probably be appalled to hear us say uh, these things. But the majority of people that I've run into have been supportive. He added, we respect the decision of every parent, whatever decision they make. Some of you may be asking, is uh, paddling, is corporal punishment even legal? Are you allowed to beat kids? The answer? Yes. Not only is it okay, it's constitutional, baby. We're born with that right. In 1977, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled uh, school corporal punishment was constitutional, which left the decision to permit it up to each state. Right now, Missouri is one of the 19 states, most of them in the South, where corporal punishment is still allowed. And little fuckers better be on your best behavior unless you want a cherry red rump. I want to know a little more about the procedure of spanking or paddling. 
Is it paddling on bare ass? You have to actually pull down a little kid's pants and spank them on their bare ass? Who would... Hi, Galileo2333. There he is, right on cue. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. Honestly, if you're young, looking to date, it's incredibly difficult. I don't know how you guys do it. I'm guessing most of you probably just use the apps now, like Bumble, Tinder, stuff like that. You don't even bother going out to nightclubs. It seems like more hassle than it's worth. I got this news story here from Sydney, Australia. Guys are getting in trouble just for looking at women in nightclubs, it seems. A Sydney nightclub has banned staring unless the person doing the staring gets prior consent of the person they're staring at to continue staring. Now, what constitutes a look, a glance, a leer, and a stare? Because, like, when you're you're trying to gauge interest in a person, right? So you're you're looking at someone like, oh, my God, that uh, woman's beautiful. You're trying to get her eye contact, right? So she notices you. And then you can sort of see if she smiles or if she just turns her head or does that thing with her finger like she's going to puke. You, you got to lock eyes, though, for a... Uh, for at least some amount of time, a failure to get consent could result in the police being called. You're going to do hard time for criminal staring. It also discouraged people from coming if their sole purpose was to meet someone to pick up. Well, congratulations. You're, you're basically putting your nightclub out of business. Club 77 in Darlinghurst in Sydney's Inner East gave staring as an example of an action that would be in contravention. Look at them using their big words of its new safety and harassment policy. In an Instagram post from earlier this month, the club said safety officers in pink vests, ooh, menacing, would enforce the staring rules. The men in pink glitter are on patrol. They're easy to spot if you need them because they're in head-to-toe Lisa Frank apparel. Sparkly dolphins, rainbow-colored pandas on the back of their vest. All right, you can't miss them. Club 77 said it wanted to remain a safe space. Okay. And so had updated its rules because it had recently attracted some people who do not share our values and ethics when it comes to club culture. There's no culture left. What, What culture are you talking about? You can't even look at people. Quote, creating a safe space goes beyond implementing practices to deal with incidents after they happened. We also have an obligation to educate new club goers and help them understand what's considered unacceptable behavior inside the venue and on the dance floor. In its policy, the venue states that Club 77 is not a place to come if your sole purpose is to pick up. If you do come in and are approaching multiple people or giving unwanted attention to someone, you're going to attract the attention of our pink security guards, our security, who have been instructed to stop this kind of behavior. Again, staring was highlighted as one form of harassment. That being said, they didn't really go into detail about what constitutes staring, like where the line is between making eye contact and full bloom staring is. It was suggested that uh, simply if the person being glanced at took offense, then you're in deep shit. You just have to offend someone and you're out of there. Sounds like a fun club. Quote, if you are, for example, staring at someone from afar... If the attention you are giving someone is unwanted, that is considered harassment. So you could be like a football field length away from someone. No chance of you running and catching them and doing anything to them, right? You're super far away. You're just looking. You're squinting. You've got a monocle or a a binocular or something. But if they catch wind of that and they don't like it, 
you're fucked. If you're being harassed by another person or receive unwanted attention, please seek them out or tell our staff immediately. Apparently, I'm just I'm out of touch with the how the world works now because uh, people who replied to the post on social media largely gave it their support. Quote, backing this 100%. Amazing. Positive party culture all the way. That being said, the club's co-owner said no one has been ejected from the club for staring as of yet. Probably your best bet is just to go in there wearing dark sunglasses. Or better yet, just keep your eyes closed while you're at the nightclub dancing and drinking. You don't want to chance it. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. We got one from India here. I always thought that particular Jagu song or sound effect would make a great like Windows startup or Mac OS startup sound. You know when you turn your computer on? We should make a flavor of uh, Linux called Jagu OS. See how many uh, computers we can power. All right. In a desperate attempt to get a railway job, a candidate removed his thumb skin using a hot pan and then pasted the skin onto a friend's thumb with the hope that the latter will clear the biometric verification and appear for the recruitment exam in his place. You know, so he could pass the test. I'm such an idiot. I don't know if this is an incredibly smart scheme. To me, it sounds good. Yeah. Peel off his thumb. Stick it on someone else. It makes total sense. The thumb skin pasted on the proxy's hand fell off. Oh, you should have glued it. When the exam supervisor sprayed a sanitizer on it during the biometric verification before the railway recruitment test conducted in Gujarat's Vada City on August 22nd. The police on Wednesday arrested the candidate, Manish Kumar, and his proxy, Raja Guru Gupta, nailed it, for cheating and forgery. Both are in their mid-20s and had cleared Class 12 exams in the past. A private company authorized by the railways had arranged a recruitment test for the Railway D Group vacancy at a building uh, on August 22nd, in which more than 600 candidates appeared. To prevent any sort of cheating, all the candidates were required to give their thumb impression, which was then matched with their data through the biometric device. At the time, the device failed to register the thumb impression. Ah, oh, didn't work. Um, and so they repeated it, kept failing. They sprayed some sanitary juice on it, <laughs> cleaning liquid. Maybe the glass is smudged. No, the glass wasn't smudged. The exam supervisor grew suspicious as he observed the candidate was trying to hide something by putting his left hand inside the pockets of his pants. When the supervisor sprayed sanitizer on his left thumb, the skin pasted on fell off. After learning about the cheating, the agency called the police and lodged a complaint. The person who was caught told police that his real name was Raja Guru Gupta and he came to appear for the exam posing as his friend. In a statement, police said uh, a day before the test, Kumar put his left thumb on a hot cooking pan, which created a blister on it. Kumar removed the skin using a blade and pasted it on Gupta's left thumb as he knew the biometric verification will be done at the exam center to ascertain the real identity. We have arrested both Gupta and Kumar, the official said. They will not be eating at White Castle anytime soon. Wasn't that the name of that movie? Gupta and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, that Neil Patrick Harris was so funny in it. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
Well, freaks, we did it. We made it through another week. I could not do this program without you. You complete me. You are a ray of sun in my otherwise empty, dark, meaningless life. The world sucks. The world's burning. Let's masturbate. So glad I have you guys as a distraction. <laughs> yes, Colin. Hello, freaks. Hello, Tim. Uh, it is apparent that I must uh, address the issue of me calling in a lot. Um, yes. But. Let's have you call in to talk about how you call in a lot. That's going to help. Yeah, if you had, you had Ric Flair. On uh, the Dick Pill commercial with Ric Flair. Yeah, that was on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program. Ric Flair is selling Dick Pills now. You know, uh... Dick Flair. That should have been the name of the product, not Mount Everest. I am a wrestling fan. Well, before, not anymore, but I... uh, People with, uh... It's still real to me, damn it! You know, that are kind of slow, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a lot of like me- like slow people do like wrestling. I've noticed, like mentally handicapped people like wrestling. You're right. It's a good observation. <laughs> Is that why you got out of it? You're like, wait a second. <laughs> All the fans are mentally rich. They're borderline retarded. Uh, keep on the distortion with wrestlers. Like uh, one made it on the distorted view uh, news. So that's interesting. And oh, then. Yeah. Today was Ric Flair wooing with his. Uh, I was all, I almost got into wrestling because uh, my sister, um, her ex, they were actually engaged in the mid nineties, right? They got a they had a house together, and occasionally uh, they would invite me over. They you know just to get away from my parents and you know just to hang out with them. Uh, I, I would spend the weekend or at least overnight or whatever on the weekend. And uh, he was super into wrestling. Got my sister into wrestling. And so I would watch it with them, and I started to, like, know who the characters were. It was, like, the era of Brett the Hitman Hard and Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God, my sister was in love with Shawn Michaels. She'd get up from the couch, and there would just be a puddle. She stained the seat. But, I mean, honestly, now I couldn't tell you anyone who's who's wrestling, really. Erectile issue, that guy will do anything for money. Well, you know what? Ric Flair is what? Like fucking 80 years old? Good for him. Someone's willing to give him money just to go, woo! He uh, he recently went and I didn't see this or anything. I just like, what the fuck? He went and had a last match. A guy's fucking almost 80. No way! Weird, man. Was he? I mean... What, did it look believable at all what he was up there doing? You make a lot of money, but you spend a lot of money. You were stupid when you're older and you do anything for money. Yeah, well, I mean, it's harder to get money. Honestly, you're retired, you're old. No one wants to see you wrestle. No one's asking for you. So if someone is willing to give you money to advertise a product, no matter what it is, you take it. I'm at that age, by the way. I will advertise that if at dick pills. Sure, why not? Herpes medication? You know where I stand on that. My name is Tim Henson, the new face of genital herpes. I have no shame. You know that. All right, let's do just a few more voicemails here. Hi, hey, what's up? Can you do it? I haven't called in a bit. Maybe I haven't. I just can't remember. Just craziness and that. But um, I'm calling in because you just got a voicemail from uh, Greg or Craig. I think it's Greg from Austin. 
I'm assuming it's Gray. Austin, Texas, because what the fuck are there? There's probably Austin and Ricketsville, Alabama, or something like that. <laughs> but um, I just moved to Austin like nine, ten months ago, and it would be really cool to meet some people that listen to Sorted View and all that. So oh. I'd probably hop on the Discord or something like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is kind of cool. I want to actually meet people that I know all that right, listen little... to the show and stuff, because I've gotten a lot of people at work into it and stuff like that. Awesome. little freak meetup there. Hey, Greg from Austin, hook up with uh, Davide. Good Ooh, you changed your voicemail. Uh, so, Did I? Uh, you, I, I could have swore you said that you, know, you love the 90s and all this stuff. I do love the 90s. The best decade. Well... Uh, little Marky, uh, you're all talking the the the, uh, the episode that you uh, messed around. Spit it out. With the bald is a hate crime, and you said little Marky's uh, sister. Little Marcy. That actually is Lamb Chop, and she was an entertainer, and she did stuff in the '60s and the '90s. Wait, 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 wait. What? What are you talking about, Lamb? Chop? I know who Lamb Chop is. Lamb Chop. Well, I mean, while Lamb Chop. Uh, was probably around in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And she had lamb chops play along in the 90s. 60s and the 90s. Yeah. She's very popular. She ended up dying at the end of the, like, towards the end of the 90s, and they completely pulled her show. She was on PBS a lot. Yeah. She did She did fun stuff for kids, I remember, because... Uh, I'm pretty sure she has nothing to do with Lil' Marky, though. I watched it. So, yeah. There's a... Uh, Bit of 90s information for you. All right. Well, you didn't know. Well, I did know. Thank you, though. <laughs> Hi. Kimmy. <laughs> it's Gauntlet. Uh, I'm just sitting here. Is that your Galileo 2333? Hi. In a pub at the moment. On the tw- it's a very specific way of saying hi. It makes me laugh every time, no matter who says it. Sitting here in a pub at the moment on the toilet. <laughs> Thinking of you while I'm pissing out my ass. Right. I love you, man. Keep it up with the good work. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you to all the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. It's an oh, God. Sorry. This is bullshit. Okay. Bye. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Again, guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I had a blast. I hope you did, too. I will be back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, have a great day. Bye. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.